0: You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk
1: show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi.
0: Hello and welcome to the longest running business talk show in Orange County and I am your host, Rick Franzi. We have a great show planned for you today why do you ask because david romanoff who is president and founder of wise logistics is our featured guest david welcome to the program
1: it's good to be here buddy
0: so let's get started with your origin story let's you're a serial entrepreneur but let's talk about your original motivation and the inspiration to start wise logistics
1: sure um this really goes back almost two decades now. I um, I've been a career real estate broker for close to almost thirty years now, twenty six years. And during my tenure of owning a brokerage in Chicago, I had an idiot light bulb moment where I decided I was going to launch a moving company, and um, it was very successful. That moving company, which was my first for- foray in like actual logistics and the movement of goods. And during my tenure of ownership in the in the moving company, I started to realize there were a lot of technological um, inefficiencies going on within the industry. And I created a software called MoveLogic Pro, which I successfully launched um, several years ago to service the moving and storage industry. And the whole motivation with that company was to help small and medium and even enterprise enterprise level businesses to just be more efficient, not only with their time and energy, but also with their spending. And, you know, just their approach to business, just to optimize the businesses. So they performed at a much higher level and fast forward a few years, my now business partner, um, Alex Dovgal, he owns a fairly large trucking company in Chicago as well. And he was creating similar type solutions for his industry, which is movement of freight goods, uh, like trucking. And we came together and um, we launched wise logistics. And we've developed an ecosystem of logistics and supply chain and transportation type solutions to, I would say at the most basic level, put a whole bunch of WD-40 on our transportation industry and the connectivity within the supply chain. And that's the easiest way for me to describe it. Sure. And now we've created, I would say, a constellation of solutions that allow us to engage not only the transportation industry, but the movement of goods throughout the entire supply chain. Um. In total, and it's it's it's, be- it's a beautiful ecosystem that really gets the community involved, and all the actors involved, and it's really quite uh, symphonic at its best. You know, it's, it's really awesome.
0: So we'll talk a little bit more about you know who who do you serve, who do you serve, what problems do you solve. Before we get there, I'm just wondering, since you've launched Wise Logistics, any major or minor pivots in the business model or the service and delivery?
1: sure you know i think with any startup you know you you go for broke and you have an idea of how you want it or you envision it rolling out but as the as the ideas grow and as the business grows you know you you take an idea and then you create a business out of that and then if you're lucky you're able to launch that business and then scale that business which are three unique different business scenarios so you know we've definitely had a few different idea pivots in our growth model and just with regards to all of our grandiose ideas and how we want to deliver our ecosystem, you know, I think the, the greatest pivots were on what is going to be the largest, the, the most value add to launch our ecosystem. Um, and, and what sort of timeline and, you know, for the sake of being a business is not what's going to have the most value add to the community, but also what's going to generate the most amount of revenue in the shortest amount of time. So we can scale appropriately. So.
0: Right. So so let's talk about wise logistics then. And maybe you could go a little deeper on who do you help? You know, what's the niche? Uh, what's the problem you're solving and, and why are people choosing your solution?
1: Sure. So I think before we answer that question, which I'll get into, we got to talk about the supply chain in general. You know, it's been operating in a very archaic um, sort of manner since like the early 50s. In you know, there's a lot of companies that don't have a lot of uniformity and you know i I think the metric is there's like over 90 percent of the trucking companies in america have less than seven trucks Mm -hmm. and which means that these small businesses are don't have a the 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 funding in place to deploy big boy software solutions which don't give them access to the right data and the loads and that's creating a, a huge amount of inefficiency with regards to the connectivity for um, payments and paperwork, but also having access to the jobs. And so we're seeing a lot of inefficiencies across the board with connectivity and, you know, there's trucks driving all over this country, all over the world, really, with less than full truckloads or empty truckloads. And that's, you know, you know, for the sake of just fuel efficiency or just time efficiency or just efficiency in general, it's, just, it's really, really not not a good scenario. And so our solution-wise logistics, it it is, Root level, it was built out for the transportation industry in the United States or North America is our lowest hanging fruit, and our goal is to engage small, small to medium businesses and those actors within the truck drivers and whatnot, and give them the tools they need to be the most successful with you know with the with the smallest point of entry cost. So so we can connect all the dots. And when I was you know. I, when we, when we look at the delivery of goods, you know, or, or, you know, anywhere, any store in the country, it really, the backbone of all of that is the truck drivers. How are stuff getting to these, these stores, you know, like, you know, during COVID, for example, when we were all basically fighting over squares of Charmin bread, <laughs> you know, it's not like Charmin stops making toilet paper. It's just that things weren't being delivered. You know, there, there wasn't an incentive for these, these laborers to want to do their jobs. And still now the system is, Intensely fragile and we've it, it blew up once in our face during COVID. and even though things are moving now it's it is at any point it can completely collapse again so. The goal with wise logistics is to engage the community incentivize and acknowledge the community the people doing the jobs and then give the businesses within within the community the right tools at the right price point to have access to big time data and um, and the movement of goods.
0: So how have you found the adoption? Because you're working with a thousand points of light, right? These smaller trucking firms with a handful of trucks. How how have you found how receptive have you found them to the idea of using a platform such as yourselves?
1: Yes. And that's that, that's one of the, the big questions is how are we going to get these old road dogs to want to use new tricks, you know? And the at the very roots of that, the simplest way I could say is incentivization programs and gamification models, you know, in the, we've created, like I said, a whole a whole bunch of different entry point solutions into the wise ecosystem. So if they don't, they don't necessarily have to use a big boy enterprise level software, but they might use one of our entry point apps or this type of solution to get this or so they have different points of entry. And then with the advent of smart contracting and blockchain type solutions in the web three, driving our backend data transference, we're able to create um, incentivization programs and gamification models to get the people performing the jobs, the truck drivers, the longshoremen, the dock workers, the warehouse workers, a reason to not only show up to work, but to get them to want to do their jobs better through simple incentivization models. And we can use like things like NFTs and other different methods to get verifiable metrics and immutable data where we can effectively create a, a a scorecard or a credit score effectively of how people are behaving with immutable data. So based on their driving behaviors, their their health and physiological behaviors, um, their sleep metrics and social reviews, we can create a very clear cut and immutable data point to get analytics on how people are really performing and then we can say hey you're doing really good at this this and this but if you can fix this one aspect within your daily routine we you could tear up and get better incentivizations and we want you to just show up into your job better and hey we'll we'll, we'll reward you so with there's been a huge amount of response to that people are they want to be acknowledged first and foremost, say, Hey, we see you
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be, Hey, we see you, but now we want to give you, and throw you a bump. So it's going over very well.
0: Good. Cause you know, as you were talking, David, I, <clears throat> I was fo- focused mostly on the truck driver, but you mentioned a lot of other roles that sort of are <clears throat> related to, and probably where the need for integration comes from, because it's, it's not just the truck driver who, who needs information. uh, It's the ecosystem.
1: Well, let's look at at, like a scenario, like my cell phone, you know, this phone right here in order for it to get from Korea or Japan to a store in California, it might pass through 30 different hands. You know, it's going to go from a warehouse on the truck to a port, in, in a different country, it's going to go on a boat to another port through, you know, through that, another truck to another warehouse. So at in, in, in any point in those 30 different transactions, you know, there's companies that need to get paid, there's paperwork that needs to be transferred, and it, those are all connectivity points. And if, if at any point someone doesn't get paid or something doesn't get transferred, guess what? my phone isn't getting delivered. You know, that, that's just what it is. And so we have to make sure first and foremost, the transference of data is fluid. The transference of the payments are transparent and fluid, but then getting, making sure that the people doing the jobs want to do their jobs effectively. So there's, there's a million different people doing these jobs. The logistics industry is just absolutely massive, you know? So we have to, we have to engage, we have to acknowledge all of them.
0: So in addition to working with the trucking companies, you must also need to be working with the ancillary truck uh, organizations around them as well as what it sounds like to me.
1: For sure, for sure, yeah. So we work with the services that Wise Logistics puts out has different, like different, different points of entry for different types of solutions. In addition, we also have a really uh, we're rolling out, I would say, right now a a very um, aggregated. Um, multimedia website called trucking.us, which is, which when it gets pulled out, will be the, the most aggregated news source for not only transportation and logistics news, all the the web, the, the blogs and the vlogs and the industry news, but we'll also have like AP Reuters and global news and health and wellness news. And, and most importantly, educational tools. And when people take educate click the education button on our, our platform, Will incentivize them to take those classes. So if you're sitting at Port Los Angeles for eight hours in your truck, and you're not getting, you there's no incentivization to be there, you can take one of our classes, and we'll pay you to sit there. Hmm. We'll incentivize you to be there and to take classes.
0: Nice, interesting perspective. I'm wondering, maybe you've just touched on it, but when you look at your firm and the success you've had, but you look at others that you know, others in your industry who have had success in logistics. Have you found a secret to success that you and others in your industry are deploying to deliver sure. the success? Yeah,
1: and we get asked that all the time. You know, there are a bunch of great technological solutions out there for the logistics industry, and it would be against my karma, but in general, to knock any of them. I think a lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and a lot of money went into creating these solutions, but they're (laughs) niche-specific. They're creating specific solutions that solve a problem just here. They're isolated. They're not looking at the bigger, the holistic picture. And, And it's bold, and people will say, you're just, you're crazy. Why are you trying to do this? It's just too much. But the fact of the matter is, is this is the, the logistics industry or the supply chain industry is the only industry, or, or the, the industry that is touches the global community the most intimately. Everyone on our planet is affected by the supply chain. Everyone. And I used to have this funny story as to tell people, and I used to say, if, "Unless you rode up on a boat to some island where, the, when you rolled up, the islanders ran out and tried to eat you, those were the only people effect, not affected by the supply chain." But in reality is, is that I think they're they're trying to eat us because we're putting so much trash on the shores. You know what I'm saying? So most people are affected by the supply chain too because these boats sitting off the docks are jettisoning, jettisoning all this junk into the ocean, which is affecting the marine life and and there's just there's a land mass of trash in the ocean that's bigger than the size of Texas. So I mean, so everyone is affected by the supply chain. So 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 I, with with regards to this. Solution. We're really at the core of it. We're trying to create solutions that are not only going to engage the logistics community, but if we could create more connectivity across the board, we could effectively drive the cost of shipping down globally, just because there'll be less friction and people like you and myself, when we go to get things from the grocery store, maybe the price of eggs won't be $30 anymore. you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> maybe the price will go down exponentially just because things will be more fluid. So I you know in, in the end, the real winners of all of this will be Johnny Q public, you know, just right. the cost of goods because we're the ones who bear the cost of the, the, the increase in shipping. You know?
0: So I wonder if you have a piece of business advice, maybe something that you received or something that you're using that you would like to pay it forward. And could you share that with our audience if you do?
1: Yeah, sure. So in the beginning you said, you know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I actually own, four businesses. You know, I've got wise logistics. I'm the founding member and partner of a company called Haven Capital Ventures, which is a real estate investment brokerage. We buy mobile home parks, and my wife and I own a boutique in Dana point, uh, which is a jewelry store called Revital Exotic Jewelry. And uh, now we have this event space in Solana beach called white, the wise castle. And with all of those things, with all of these adventures, you know, my best advice is first and foremost, to be humble about everything you do, you know, And I, I remember when I was much younger, one of my mentors told me for, also, I should say it's critical to have mentors. Mentors come in all shapes and sizes. They don't have to be older than you. I have a lot of mentors these these that are young guys that, are just younger and hipper. And I got called a boomer the other day, because I'm like one of the old guys. <laughs> I didn't know what that, I didn't know what that was, you know, <laughs> but, <laughs> not that old, but the fact of the matter is I have a lot of younger guys that are mentoring me. on like just new trends. So it's a person for it's important to have mentors, but it's also very important to be humble and to listen Heavy, You know, you don't always have to talk a lot. I'm a very good listener and I like to assess situations before I open my mouth. And oftentimes I'll sit in the meeting and say nothing for a long time. And so when I do open my mouth, s- stuff of substance and relevance comes out. And, you know, I, it's more, there's more value added into the, into the content I'm putting out of my mouth because, you know, I've been known to chew on my shoe. So. Hmm. so, so I think that's my greatest advice for any entrepreneurs, but especially young entrepreneurs, you know, shut up and listen. <laughs>
0: Pay attention. I love it. Pay attention. All right, just leave,
1: take the time to listen. But when I say this, I mean, really listen to people. Listen is what they got to say. And then make your assessment on how you want to respond.
0: Beautiful. I wonder if we could turn our attention to tomorrow. In other words, tell us about the vision that you and your partner have for your firm, David.
1: So everything we're doing with, with, with all of my projects, it's all about engaging the community and providing solutions for the community. So with Wise Logistics, now we're engaging, not only the logistics and supply chain transportation community, but we're creating solutions that are going to be the future of what we hope will be the future of logistics. And we're quite frankly, we're creating solutions that may, may be awesome out, but will affect our children and their children, which is really what we're doing this for. And it's the same thing with Haven Camp. When we buy a mobile home community uh, or a mobile home park, we're, we're buying these parks so we can build communities and engage the community and create labor force or workforce housing. You know, we're, it's, everything we do is about uplifting the community. And, you know, for future thought is, you know, I think post COVID lockdown, people want to feel like they're part of a community and, and let be less a part of a, some cor- corporate, cog in a wheel. You know, people want to see be acknowledged. People want to be valued. And if we can create solutions that are engaging, but also uplifting the community. And I drive that work all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think we'll have some real value in and our success metric. You know, if we look, will just skyrocket through the roof because we don't look at even though making money is really important. You know we're talking with logistics we're talking about a, a total addressable market in the tens of trillions of dollars so we know we'll have financial success but that's not that's not how we gauge our success our success is how how are we offering our solutions to add value to the community and if we can do that the financial success will will be the the the, the reciprocation of that so
0: excellent thank you that's good insight and uh, inspiring if someone would like to connect with you, and why wouldn't they on LinkedIn, or maybe learn more about you and your firms, where would you suggest they go online, David? So you can find me on LinkedIn.
1: You can search my name, David Romanoff, um, on LinkedIn. And I think there's a sequence of numbers afterwards. You can find me uh, at wiselogistics.com. WISE is w one S E. You can find me at havencapitalventures.com. You can find me at RevitalExoticJewelry.com. You You know, I'm I'm accessible. So (laughs) I'm I'm around and and I love to talk. I do a ton of mentoring. I do a lot of life coaching or just business coaching, career coaching. I take the time to be a mentor to a lot of people because it's important for me to give back and, you know, and and imbue knowledge on people because every time I help someone, it helps me be a better version of me. So that's really critical for my growth and my success metric as well. Is how What can I do to engage other types of people and give them the tools they need to be very, very successful?
0: Well, that's a perfect way to end the interview today. I'd like to thank you, David. You're a busy person, but you gave us some of your time to share your story, and I really appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciated this.
0: And I'd like to thank the audience. You've been a part of Orange County's longest running business talk show. David's episode was episode number 1,427 in our catalog. (laughs) If you're an Orange County entrepreneur and you would like to tell your story to your peers in our audience, then reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm Rick, R-I-C, Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. Coincidentally, that's the same address for my website, rickfranzi.com. And until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope, All of your decisions will move your company in a positive direction.